0: As I was preparing for Mass, I realized today is the 109th anniversary of a priest mentor of mine. He died before I was even ordained, um, died on Holy Thursday evening. And uh, Bishop Ninstead had been there and shared the story that at supper, that Holy Thursday before the evening Mass, a Mass of the Lord's Supper, Monsignor Leifeld had a fabulous meal and dessert and everything like that, but he spilled his dessert, which would have been horrifying to him because he loved dessert. In fact, it wasn't a meal unless you had dessert. And uh yeah. So uh he was a wonderful man, but taught me a lot about what it means to be a priest and a pastor because of uh, because of that. And he was sixty years older than me. Uh, but yet we had uh, this uh, a wonderful relationship. He was more like grandpa to me than than uh uh than anyone else besides my grandpa. My grandpa was very much a grandpa to me. But uh, I remember distinctly, too, talking to him about this passage. And he said, there's something odd about this, this parable that Jesus tells. What man would not leave the 99 in the hills and go search for that one? You know what he'd be a shepherd of if he did that? He'd be a shepherd of one sheep. Because sheep are dumb. They're going to wander and leaving 99 all alone in the hills, that's a good way of, of just inviting the wolf to come and to, to slaughter, steal, and destroy. It's a good way to lose the 99 you have. Now, so that implies one of two things. Either one is he's trained his sheep to stay together, which is quite a feat. But when we, when we take it out of the analogy of a parable... The, the Lord saying that He's trained us to stay together. Maybe that makes sense. Or He's appointed other people in charge. And so he, this Good Shepherd is going after leaving other shepherds or shepherd boys or helpers, which was also common to leave to watch the 99. And meanwhile, the Good Shepherd goes and searches for that one. And that's what this Advent season is to remind us of, is that God searches us out. He searches for that one lost soul. He comes to us. He, he would do it all again. He'd risk the 99 for that one. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I know I'm not the worst. Of, well, maybe I am the worst of all sinners, but I know there are other people that do much more terrible things than I do, but I, I like to think maybe I'm that 1% that, that is so stupid that I wander away from the Lord, and the Lord comes and looks for me time and time and time again. And that doesn't give me permission to wander, but it gives me hope when I do wander. He's going to do whatever it takes now, also, if we know, if we uh, go back to the analogy of a shepherd, what does that shepherd do uh, in the customs of the, the day, as Jesus was telling this, they would have said, there is something really wrong about this, because no shepherd is going to go and, and search for that nine, that one that wanders away. But if he does, he's going to knock that sheep on the top of his head with the, the crook of his staff, or he's, and they literally did this, or he's going to break the legs of that lamb, so that lamb will never wander again. Because that lamb is going to remember the last time I wandered away, he broke my leg. That hurt. So I'm going to stay right here where I'm nice and safe. Once that leg is healed, of course, the lamb is not going anywhere in the meantime. But the Lord treats us with mercy. In, in Luke's gospel, he puts, it, puts this lamb on his shoulders and carries it home rejoicing and that's what he does with all of us i don't know about you but as as a, a priest and as a christian who knows we are, we are to model or uh, to follow the model that jesus christ provides for us sometimes i don't have that zeal to go after that lost one i'd rather stay with the 99 where it's nice and comfortable where the, maybe the uh, the, uh, the, the furnace is on and working, you know, a day like this, going out and searching for that lost lamb. Nope, no, I'm just going to stay in the barn today, Lord. But the Lord wants us to. And it doesn't mean literally necessarily, but do we have the courage to pray for the conversion of those who have wandered away? Do we have the courage to pray for those that are lost? And today as we celebrate St. Ambrose, you, you knew what was coming, I'm sure. But as we celebrate St. Ambrose, there is another great example of a good and holy pastor who was called to be a bishop before he was even a Christian fully. He was a catechumen. He was a Roman magistrate in Milan. He was called in because uh, the, the sea was open, and there was a debate between the Arians and the, the, the Catholics, and he navigated that path really well, and the, the people said, oh, the Holy Spirit is choosing him. I can't even imagine what that would have been like to be only a catechumen and to have the crowd look, not that I want I, anyone who wants to be a bishop these days needs to get his head examined. <laughs> but but then how he himself, time and again went out and found found the lost souls. And because of his ministry, we have perhaps one of the greatest Uh, We can argue this, but uh, one of the greatest saints of St. Augustine and St. Monica praying for him and and Ambrose realizing those prayers and those tears that St. Monica offered were not going to be wasted, knowing that he had a role in helping to bring Augustine, this wayward child, this one who was lost into the fold. And how many more? As we gather this day, perhaps St. Ambrose serves as a reminder that he was called. He knew that he himself was lost until the Lord found him, and how he then had that courage to seek out the lost, and to help those who were also helping seek out the lost.